Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Today we're continuing our family crusade and our sermon series called, Hey, Can I Ask You a Question? Today's sermon has been brought by our children's pastor and his sermon is entitled, What Happens When You Die? So sit back and enjoy the podcast starting right now. Give it up for Pastor David this morning. Morning, good morning, good morning. Good to see you again. Are you, a, are you blessed this morning? How many blessings have you received this morning? How many? Think about it. How many blessings have you received this morning? The average human being takes 18 to 20 breaths a minute. So in one minute, you, can, you have already received between 18 and 20 blessings. Think about it. Breathing is, is miracles and blessings, right? So good morning, and thank you, Lord, for so many blessings we've already received. Father, this morning, thank you for an opportunity uh, that we've already had of, of worship uh, through song, through the offerings. And Father, this morning, we want to be blessed by you, by the Holy Spirit, we invite you in this morning into our hearts and our lives and in, into the re- remaining of this service. Open our hearts to receive from you. Father, as we go forward in the word, I pray that you'll just touch me, use me. Uh, let them see you instead of me. Let them hear you instead of me. Let these words be your words and not my words. Again, we thank you. We love you. In Christ's name, everybody says amen, amen. So as you can see, uh, we are still working on the construction of our lives. That's the theme to this week, this month, this family crusade. Facebook family, we thank you for joining us, and I pray that it is a blessing to you. So let me read you a story. Again, we're talking about, hey, can I ask you a question? Today's question is, what happens when we die? What will happen to you when you die? So let me tell you a story. It's about John. John's going to tell us, we're going to look in uh, what he said and what he's seen. And it comes from Revelations chapter 21 and 22. Um, So the story is all about heaven. In the book of Revelations, we find a cool description of what heaven is like. It was written down by John, one of Jesus' disciples. John spent his entire life telling people about Jesus. I'll push pause a minute. How many times this week have you told someone about Jesus? Just think about that. You don't have to raise your hands or anything like that. Just think about that. How often do we share about Jesus, about what he's done for us? So John, again, spent his entire life doing that. Later in his life, John was arrested. And he spent the rest of his life all alone on the island called Patmos, or Patmos as some would say it. John had no human companionship during, the ti- during this time, but he wasn't all alone. Well, how do you say that he wasn't all alone when he was there by himself, because God was with him. 
God's with us everywhere we go, every moment of our life, everything that we go through, everything good or bad, he's there with us. God always is along our side. We're never alone. I can remember, and it always comes to mind when I, when I read that, about the poem about the footprints in the sand. How many of you are familiar with the footprints of the sand poem? When there's two footprints, everything's going good. Many times we think about the, that poem and we see that one set of footprints out there all alone. That's not your footprints. That's God's footprints carrying you through your situations, good or bad. So again, John wrote a beautiful, uh, poignant, detailed vision that God gave him about heaven. How beautiful it was. So when John arrived at the gate of heaven, close your eyes and think about this. He, he, he arrived at the gate just as he saw a beautiful and how beautiful everything was. The gates were made of pure pearls. A very expensive jewel. There was, that was, they're so beautiful. Pearls are beautiful. Inside the streets of heaven were paved with gold. Do you know how expensive gold is? Gold is very expensive. Can you imagine the whole street? Everything that you see. We, our streets are made of asphalt, concrete, dirt, gravel. Not in heaven. It's pure gold. And it's, it is polished that it's so clear you can see through them. Can you imagine how that will look that day? But the beauty of heaven was only a tidbit of what John was able to see and experience. John actually saw God while he was there. There was a throne of where God was. It was so huge and impressive. God sat on it while Jesus was seated to the right of him. The angels were all around that throne worshiping now we've had a time of worship this morning but can you imagine what kind of choir is sitting in heaven yeah we're all going to be able to sing some of us won't here can sing off cue <laughs> off tone just downright can't sing but there's some that can sing beautiful our praise team does an awesome and beautiful job but in heaven, we're all going to have beautiful voices and we're going to worship. And they sang a song like, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. Oh, how mighty He is. Can you imagine just that, that beautiful, beautiful sound? It's amazing. I could just imagine it myself. Just like the song, can you only imagine how beautiful that song is? How we're going to live that. Then John saw the people. This is a beautiful part. All the people who have lived for God. While they lived on earth and served him. Now they're serving him in heaven. How many of you have someone there? I do. I have quite a few. Quite a few. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it again. <clears throat> there were people of every race, tribe, and nation. There were people filled with incredible joy and happiness. 
There was so, no sadness. There was no pain. There's no problems. We don't have to worry about bills there. We don't have to worry about where our next meal is going to come from. We're not going to have to deal with everyday situations like we do today. In fact, John described that in heaven, God will wipe away every tear, and there will be no more death, there will be no more sorrow, and there will be no more pain. So grateful to know that that is going to happen, and that is such a comfort. While John only saw a glimpse, now get that, he only saw a glimpse, and how vivid that description he gave in our scriptures, oh, it helps us. We read our word, and we just have faith. We'll see what John has given us a description of. We will have an opportunity to live forever if we choose to follow Jesus and receive his forgiveness of sin. You're going to learn a lot more about this in our lesson here in just a few minutes. But again, how many of us have been touched by sorrow, by pain? How many of us hold a grudge? How many of us, like we said last week, will forgive but we won't forget? We've got to forget about those things. We've got to move past them. So our big question today is how and what we're going to talk about is what happens when we die. There's a lot of ideas out there that people think that knowing all, they have all the answers. How many have the answers in here today? I don't. I don't have the answers. But I have a book that tells me those answers. There's a lot of ideas out there. You have to be very careful of those ideas too because there is false uh, teachers and preachers and things like that. I won't get off on that, but we have to be very careful. People think that they know all the answers to all the questions. Um, some people think that we are recreated and come back every, uh, onto earth as animals. Well, be my luck, I'd come back as a cow. I like to eat, so I'd be grazing. We don't come back like that. Some people think that we come back to, to earth as a, another person and live a whole different life again. Lord help us. I'm glad I don't have to do that. I made enough mistakes in this life. I don't need to come back and have a do-over. As long as I knew that I could do it over and knew the things that I know today, yeah, that would be okay. But it doesn't happen that way. Facebook land, you're not going to die and come back to somebody else. You're not going to die and come back as a cow or, or a donkey or anything like that. Uh, it's not going to happen. Some people think that when we die, that's it. It's over. Go back to being mud pies or dust bowl or something like that. We are going to die and we're going to go back to dust. But we do have a soul. And that soul is going to go right back where it came from. But you're going to stand before judgment. And we won't get there yet. We don't 
We don't go anywhere. We just stop existing. It's what some think. I don't want to do that. I don't want, I, I don't want to just stop existing because I want to go and meet my Savior. I want to go and meet that man who came to this earth and took away my sins, took a sin of me of, for you and put it on his own shoulders so that we could live and we could live with him and our creator and have an eternal life with him. They think that it's like turning the lights off and it's over. Well, we'll shut the lights off here and the service will be over, but we'll come back next week, Lord willing. We'll turn the power back on. But when we leave here, we still exist. We exist out there until the last breath leaves our body. This body won't exist, but what's inside, the soul, will still exist. It seems to be a pretty sad and disappointing situation in the minds of those people, right? That they think they're just not going to exist or they're going to come back as animals or they're going to come back as somebody else. It's a sad thought. Well, the Bible is very clear in its answer. What happens when we die? The Bible says that when life is not, it, it, it's over here, it's not the end. We don't know what everything, every single person is going uh, through or when they're going to die. At some point, we are. Just like our, uh, like the verses said, when, we, when will we die? When we die, we'll be immediately in the presence of the Lord. Bible says absence of the uh, absence from the body is in to be in the presence of the Lord. That gives us hope as long as we have faith. <clears throat> he will judge our lives once we die to see whether or not we have received his son as our savior and asked to be forgiven of our sins. See, as long as we have Christ in our life, we have hope. The Bible declares that after the judgment, there are two different places we can go. This is a little bit hard and tough to talk about because we never, we never want to hear about hell, do we? We don't talk about that. A lot of churches don't talk about that anymore. It's either heaven or hell. How many of you have heard of that? Don't hear of it being preached often, do you? <clears throat> many people are com will confess as to what heaven looks like and what hell looks like. They are all confused as to who is going to heaven and who is going to hell. But the Bible is very specific about that. Heaven's awesome. Just like John's vision. Heaven is a place that God created for all of those who accepted Christ, who accepted His Son as His Savior, as your Savior. If you have asked God into your life, if you've asked Christ to be your Savior and asked you asked for your forgiveness of your sins, and you start living for Him and you start obeying uh, the commandments and the, the word and the scripture of the Bible. Our lives get much better. I won't say it gets easier. 
It might get a little tougher sometimes. But Jesus came to die for us so that we can be in heaven forever. Just listen to the description of, of, of what we talked about earlier. The streets are paved of gold, not of dirty concrete, asphalt, gravel, dirt. The front gates are beautiful with pearls, not rusty old metal, or beaten down wood. There's a huge sea with water as clear as crystal. Now, we've been on a cruise. We've been to Florida, to, to some places that the water is so clear that you can see the sand, the white sand. And they tell you to be very careful, wear sunscreen, because you can get a mirror effect. You can get the sun from the top and the sun from the bottom because it just like a mirror. It's so beautiful. Just imagine heaven's water is crystal clear, much more beautiful than that. Now, I love going to the beach, but I want to see those crystal seas. Crystal seas are just so beautiful. We will never, ever be sad, hungry. Thank the Lord I don't have to worry about my belt size in heaven. I don't have to be hungry anymore. We won't be lonely. We will have a sea of family and friends that we have long seen gone prior to us. And it's going to be an amazing. What family members are you looking to see today? I, I, I long to see my mom and dad, but I long to see my Savior first. I long to see my Creator and love upon all of them so much. Best of all, we'll live forever in peace and harmony and worship. Don't, look, don't go to sleep, Facebook fans. Not yet. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty awesome. Would you love to see it? I would love to spend eternity in a place like that, not in a place like an awful place called hell. Hell is a place that was created for the devil and the angels and to spend eternity for being punished for their wickedness. God never wanted a human being to go there at all. But the Satan did not want to spend eternity by himself. So now he roams all over. He, he brings our past up. He brings up things that we shouldn't have to worry about anymore because they're covered under the blood. But we are a fleshly human being and we worry about those things. We worry that, you know, uh, somebody will come up to us and say, hey, don't, didn't you used to do this? Yes, I did. You can tell them, yes, I did. But let me tell you about what happened to my life. I confessed my sins, and I've been washed by the blood. We are being created and reconstructed and remolded every day as we work on our faith and trust in God. Hell is a place of of eternal torment and sadness. The lake of fire is where people will be forever. It is a place filled with screaming and crying where people are separated from everyone they've ever known and they've ever loved. Man, I want to see my parents. I want to see a brother that I never met. I want to go to heaven. How about you? 
I want to trust in my Savior every day. This is not a place of any, any of us would want to go when we die, but nobody wakes up the day and say, eh, I'm done with Jesus, I'm, I'm going to serve the devil. I don't think that happens. I think we just progressively walk away, turn our backs, and do some sad things. Nobody wakes up and says, you know, I, I, I'm just done with Jesus. People just don't think that way. Instead, people choose to live for themselves. They are focused on this world and its pleasures. The pleasures of the world will draw your eyes away. Just that moment of pleasure will draw your eyes away from Christ. Stay focused on him and he will be just for you. By choosing not to follow Jesus, they are choosing to spend eternity in hell. That makes God very sad. By choosing to walk away from him, I think it really brings tears to his eyes. I think it, it hurts his heart. When we don't talk to him, we don't pray, we don't you know, build our relationship with him on a daily basis, I think it really hurts his heart. God loves everyone and wants everyone to choose heaven as their home, a way, and after they die, but in order to do that, you must follow Christ. I know a lot of things, we go through a lot of things in our lives, sorrow and pain. Many of us have been, again, affected by death, some recently. We see our family members that have gone through sickness. We see our, our friends that go through things. cancer, all kind of things that, that go on. Our bodies get worn out. The family members have to suffer through that with them, not physically, but mentally and emotionally. But you're not alone. God is right there with you. God is with you. I don't know who on Facebook needs to know this this morning. He's with you. I don't know who here needs to hear it, but he's here with you. Your footprints are not the ones walking through the sand this morning. It's Christ's footprints that are carrying you. When you are walking, I went through some dark days three years ago, some of the darkest days of my life, and I spoke about it last week. But somebody would call. Somebody would come by. Somebody would send an encouraging message to us. We're praying for you. It is amazing that when you are in those situations that knock at the door, it's when God is an on-time God and he tells you, I'm carrying you. Those are my footsteps. You are not alone. Choose life with Jesus forever. God will, wants one, does not want one, no one, 
to go to hell. That is why his son, Jesus, he sent him here to die for our sins as it takes one sin and we deserve hell. One. One. As Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. They all have. From the youngest to the oldest. The Bible says we all have sinned. So today I want you to understand that choosing him, we're spending eternal life in heaven. Don't put uh, off this opportunity because today could be your day that you take your last breath. Your last blessing of breathing could be today. The Bible says in Romans also, it says if we confess with our mouth and believe with our hearts that, that Christ is our Lord and Savior, we are saved. It's just simple. It's a simple situation of, of taking our mouth and saying, God, forgive me. Hear me. Today could be your last day. You lay your head down tonight and your eyes open next time in eternity. I know a pastor that did that just in this, this past December. Young man. In his 40s he kissed his wife he kissed his kids good night told him he loved him the next morning he woke up in heaven never to be here on this earth again I believe he's in heaven I, I truly do because I've known him for many many years what a great example he, he was for the Lord and we all can do that we don't have to be preachers. We don't have to be teachers. We don't have to be prophets. We can be ourselves. Because each one of us are an evangelist when we walk out of here and say, hey, let me tell you about my Jesus. Or you tell them Jesus loves you. You're an evangelist. But if today you need something from the Lord, most of all salvation, it's a simple prayer, just like the Bible says. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Christ is Lord. And you'd say this in a little small prayer. Father, I'm a sinner. I believe Christ came here for me and died for me. I confess my sins. I know that I'm, I've done wrong and I ask you to forgive me of that. I invite Christ into my life, into my heart, and I will make him the Lord of my life forever. And it's amen. That amen seals that prayer right there. And it seals it. And writes your name down in the Lamb's book of life. And when you die and you wake up. And it says in the Bible. To be absent of the, of, of the body is to be in the presence of the Lord. Your judgment's going to come. I'll tell a story on your pastor right here. We had moved up to the China Grove area for ministry purposes. 
We hadn't been there long. He got in a traffic accident. Minor. It was just damage to vehicles. But in Rowan County, you can't just go pay for the ticket. You have to go to court. He asked me, he said, will you go with me? I said, sure, I'll go with you. And I want you to have this visual in your mind. When it came his time for his citation to go before the judge, he called his name. And he said, will you go with me? I said, listen, I've come as far as I can go with you. You had to stand before that judge on your own. Boys and girls, moms and dads, brothers and sisters, Facebook family, you can't ride on somebody's ticket to heaven. You got to have your own. We can only walk you so far because whenever you stand before the judge, which is God, our creator, there's going to be a judge, there's going to be a prosecutor, and there's going to be a defender. Your defender is Christ. The prosecutor's the devil. The prosecutor's going to stand up before the judge and he's going to tell every single thing that you've done in your life to God. And if your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life, the defender's going to be Christ and he's going to say, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. David Williamson, on October 21st, 1995, in the second row on the right side at Ranlow Church of God, he gave his heart to the Lord. You sat down and shut your mouth. And he's going to turn right to the prosecutor. He's going to say, Daddy, that one's mine. That one right there is mine. So this morning, if you said that prayer, Christ's going to stand up and tell the devil, shut up. He's mine. Good and faithful worker, good and faithful servant, enter in. It's yours. Go into eternity. Father, I pray this morning that whoever here in this church, Facebook land, who may ever be watching later, if they've confessed their sins, we praise and we worship and we are joyful with them. And heaven is rejoicing right now with them because they made a decision. And their name is going to be called out in heaven. And all heaven's going to rejoice. I praise you, Lord, this morning. We thank you for everything that you've done. In Christ's name. Amen. Thank you again for tuning into the Medic Church podcast. Today, if you need prayer, you can go to medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Our team's standing by ready to pray and believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. Would you consider partnering with us right now so we can continue providing podcasts just like this one? You can do so by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash give. You can do a one-time gift, a reoccurring gift. We just ask that you pray and give from your heart today. Join us back next time as we give another life-giving message. All right, we'll see you soon.